We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of the Homebrew Review. This week, we are within the labyrinth back in Out of the Abyss after taking that quick break uh, quick break in Hillsfar. So now that we are back uh, within the labyrinth, you guys have traveled through quite a bit of this, almost had a run-in with a demon lord and a bunch of gnolls, but we're able to skirt around them. You broke off a bunch of feathers from some statue angels, and you've managed to make your way into the maze engine. So this device, you would have spoken with a uh, Modron that kind of gave you some hints and clues as to what this device is and what needs to happen with this, and he is actually accompanying you on this. He's not going to be attacking, but um, he will help instruct you on how to fix the maze engine and get it going again. You guys, the information you would have is that deep with... Oh, uh... Thanks real quick. Uh, if you would like to join the podcast, visit our Patreon page for just $2 a month. You get the opportunity to submit character ideas on all of these recordings and potentially join the show. So visit us there at www.patreon.com slash adventuringguild. Uh, we'll go ahead and start real quick with our introductions and reviews from last time, and then we will get going. Go ahead, Braden. Hello, everybody. Once again, this is Braden from Australia joining the Homebrew Review podcast for this Level 12 episode, I'm playing Chark, the Terran Commander. Uh, last week was a bit of an unlucky one for me. I think I only hit one or two attacks out of the whole entire episode. Uh, luckily for my party, they picked up the slack where I was lacking and we managed to get through uh, relatively unscathed. Best features I found for last week were my disarming crack ability when I finally got to use it. I rid one of those Kuatoa of its pincer staff, which didn't really come into play, but it was fun in my head while it lasted anyway. I'm thinking of unique ways to sort of combo the disarming crack with some of my other uh, commands where I can uh, use a bonus action to give the target disadvantage on saving throws and then use my disarming crack to immediately rip the weapons from their hands and the saving throw to make that would be the disadvantage then. Hopefully, the Demon Lord we're coming up against later in the game is Orcus, and he's trying to use his beautiful wand of Orcus a lot, so I can attempt to wrestle that from his grasp, but um, we'll see how effective that plays out. Uh, another fun feature that I used was my ability to stick to bats. I didn't think <laughs> it was going to come in handy at all, especially once we left the Underdark. Uh, the Terran uh, actually have sunlight sensitivity, so luckily we spent a lot of time there during the evening. Um, but finally getting to make some bat friends and uh, they <laughs> assisted the guard captain in getting a better night's rest by putting the cloak over top of him, so that was very nice. And I enjoyed having more will dice to throw around with my commands and I liked using the frightened command, uh, that was a powerful one. Some of the setbacks I had or limitations that I could see the class having. Uh, the bone whip doesn't have anywhere that says that the uh, damage turns magical. Uh, which 
is a bit of a drawback considering the whole subclass is built around the use of the bone whip. Should Noctu uh, not have tackled the play golem off the edge of the elevator, I certainly would have been in a lot of trouble not being able to deal any damage to it whatsoever. And I'm pretty sure it would have been immune to many of my attempts to uh, shout commands at it. Um, I think one way potentially of improving that may be uh, changing obviously the weapon die to magical or making the bone whip attacks magical at 6th level or whenever uh, it fits in or uh, as well potential of making the additional dice that you get from your charisma modifier that stack each turn uh, making those that damage done psychic damage uh, which may play into the fact that you're whipping them and you're not necessarily doing more damage but you're just uh, sort of lowering their confidence more and demoralizing them with each crack. Another thing was the damage diary setting. Since I only really had one attack per round, if I missed the attack, which most of the time I did, um, my damage reset. And since I only had one attack, the only real uh, there was no real way to build good damage output. And considering my whole build is about this whip, um, I find that was rather a limitation. Perhaps resetting the damage die if you go around without hitting with an attack with your bone whip, or issuing a slaver command may be a better way of setting up the damage die to reset as you're still sort of shouting uh, profanity and insults and whatnot and verbally attacking the creature. Other than that, I thought the class was relatively well balanced. I uh, fell back a bit in comparison to the rest of the party, but I feel like that was mainly due to my roles and not necessarily the class itself. Heading up to level 12, I'm looking forward to the use of my second, sorry, the second use of my acumen ability to assist my allies, which will give me a plus four, or my allies a plus four to whatever check they're making. Uh, I gain a Doctrine of the Slaver feature and two new awesome commands. So at 10th level, my Doctrine feature allows me to attack a creature and move away with, from it without provoking attacks of opportunity. And I can also hit creatures moving away from me, even if they take the disengage action, which is awesome. That'll allow me to hit and move out of combat with people and not necessarily take that much damage, considering my armor class is relatively high as well, and I can stay at that 10 feet reach range with the whip. I gain use of the Vigilant feature, which gives me immunity to the surprise condition, and I have advantage on investigation and perception checks made to see hidden creatures or objects. So that could be useful when I'm trying to find, you know, trap doors or things of that nature. I'm uh, alert to my surroundings and constantly on the look. Very excited for this. The first of my Doctrine's level capped commands. So we're getting really powerful commands now. The level capped command I chose for this is called Dominate. It even sounds more powerful than the others so far. The command gives me the ability to call out to a creature and move them up to their movement speed to a location of my choosing, uh, so long as it isn't harmful. Rolling a critical uh, success on the check allows me to move them anywhere, regardless of the harm it may cause them. That means I could put them into a lava pit, off the edge of a cliff, off the edge of the elevator. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, for my ability score improvement, I boost up my charisma to a, to 18, so that gives me an extra damage die with my bone whip once I get a consecutive four hits in a row, which hopefully we'll be able to see coming up in this next game. Excited to be here again for this week. Thanks for having me, everyone. Good for the playing with you all.
This is Mike, and I'm back with Squig and Bitterfang. Last week went way better than the first week. Um, the first week, I suffered a lot of damage. My damage output, even though could have been great, wasn't that amazing. Uh, and there weren't quite enough abilities to make me feel like this was going to spiral into greatness. But this uh, last week, we saw a, a big improvement, uh, adding the elemental damage, the 2d4 acid damage to my bites and gaining the second attack from my two evolutions that I picked up really made a difference. I was able to get a lot of damage in, finish off a couple of the Kuatoa, and uh, having some more health really made a difference as well. Firebolt was good. Leveling, I mean, I love cantrips because you can use that same thing, just pot shot all day long. Uh, what I've picked up for this next session at level 12, we have the ability called Same Soul, that begins at 11th level for the class. When you target yourself with a spell, you may also target your avatar if they are within 50 or 60 feet. So things like haste and fire shield and whatnot, I can get double dip on the uh, the advantage of the spell. So I'm interested in using that. Uh, that's really the only thing that uh, the caster gets, but the avatar levels up again with a major evolution and four more points. I chose regeneration. The avatar will regenerate hit points equal to its con modifier at the start of each turn. So where I've been leveling up that constitution on him when given the chance, he will now, during this session, regenerate three hit points a turn. He picks up pack tactics for two evolution points. He will gain advantage on attacks if the ally is within if an ally is within five feet of the target. So it's like flanking plus. Uh, and then also for two points, I picked up Spiked. Whenever the Avatar is dealt melee damage, uh, it deals my proficiency bonus back to the attacker. And aside from that, proficiency's going up and acquiring some more health. That's all that I've got. I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right, this is David. I'm playing the Human Waterbender. It's really been awesome getting to play this character, uh, getting to experiment with all its different abilities. I managed to finally get a tidal conduit out there, slap a couple of fish around with the tendrils. That's all fun, but what I really enjoyed was some of the creative uh, liberties you can take with this class. Being able to toss a construct off of a floating um, or a lowering crane platform and land in the water safely while it just floats to the bottom. That's awesome! And that, like, Part of that is your DM being cool and allowing you to do stuff on the fly, but part of that is having control water and having your character be someone who like would be able to do that. It's it's being able to work little creative things like that into the class and make making the class flexible enough so that you can experiment with stuff like that and just be creative with um, with your abilities. So I'm I'm really enjoying that. I think. As far as balance goes, I, I've got a good spell list. I've got a lot of really powerful stuff that allows me to heal pretty well while dealing some damage when I've got the spare time. And I'm really looking forward to how it's going to play out in the next couple of sessions. Um, coming up mainly, um, I've got a few new abilities. Uh, one of them with my title conduit allows me to target two people instead of one for some of my healing spells. So things like Healing Word, things like Cure Wounds that I just pop off that just heal one person could heal two. 
Uh, I've got access to a bunch more spells at 5th and 6th level. They're bending abilities, but we all know they're spells, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, and then to supplement some of my some of the things that come with my race rather than my class, I've got the Robe of Eyes, which is a magic item that gives me uh, advantage on perception checks, dark vision up to 120 feet, things like that. So that doesn't deal with the class mostly, but it's still going to give me a little boost that I'm going to be... I'm, I'm excited to experiment with all of it, really. So, yeah, let's see where this goes. Everything is building to have find the bouquet of aromas. It's a uh, very interesting uh, session last week. I uh, Hemich, the grung chef, was not quite as uh, chefy as he could have been, apart from the brilliant deftness with which he yanked the key out of the sergeant's pocket while he <laughs> brought out his, his masterpiece. Um, which was a natural one, if I recall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the first attempt. Um, but at the at level eight, you don't gain a whole lot uh, from from your class. You gain a couple of fun abilities. I didn't get to make use of my cake munitions, partially because I forgot that I had them for most of the uh, the, the the final fight. Um, but also, I really just kind of felt more more like I was doing more just slashing with my knives, which getting that extra attack ability, I really feel you know, kind of reflects the, the, the a chef's natural deftness with which he wields his utensils of his art. Once again, though, always, you know, every level gaining access to more and more recipes to cook. Uh, hoping I can take further advantage of that. I'm going to be utilizing such recipes as black pepper jerky, which will actually allow us to trade places with each other just because we can. Or, you know, there's a lot of recipes that give you bonus to different saves that, that, that come from my wisdom modifier. So, you know, knowing that we might be going into somewhere where we're going to be taking a lot of you know, deck saves, I can, you know, give you that broiled scorpion on a stick. It gives you bonus to all dex checks. It's, you know, fun stuff like that that really gives you the utility you need to be a really solid support character. Uh, is is really kind of the where this class shines, um, so I'm looking forward to see what I can do with that in the in the upcoming session. And uh, I'm gonna get my ladle out now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have been, as I said, uh, or you guys have been working your way through the labyrinth, and uh, after breaking off a bunch of stone feathers from some statues and evading a very angry Knoll demon lord. You guys are able to make your way to the maze engine with the help of a Modron, who is trying to get you to help fix or do something about the maze engine, which has gone completely awry. After traveling about 48 miles or so southeast of where you broke those feathers off of those stone angels, you get to the maze engine. This is a 20-foot diameter, 20-foot um, yeah, diameter sphere, basically. And it is wedged halfway down a 100-foot deep crevice located in the middle of a very large cavern. As you guys get close to approach, something odd catches your attention, and you are able to very quickly jump out of the way as you are attacked by a demon. 
So everybody roll initiative. Starting oh, out hot with this one. Just want to let everybody know that as we uh, awoke that morning, I made it a point to about ten minutes after we finished our long rest, give uh, each of you three a piece of black pepper jerky that was consumed on the spot. I was hesitant about eating this jerky. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I threw it away. <laughs> what a shame. I, this clean dry... So, so as per recipe description, this lean, dry strip of meat is complemented by a light seasoning of pungent peppercorn. Once consumed, you gain the ability to transpose for the duration. As an action, choose a creature within 15 feet and transpose with them. If the creature is willing, you both teleport, swapping places, or you both teleport, swapping places. The creature you choose must either be the chef or another creature under the effects of a black pepper jerky recipe created by the chef. Now that we are at 11th level, the range of that transposition increases to 45 feet. That is so cool. as long as you are within 45 feet of another party member and you both are okay with it, you can trade places instantaneously. That is awesome. That is awesome. And at this point, <clears throat> since this is a 20-foot diameter sphere that you guys are going to potentially be on to activate it, that will come in handy. All right. So everybody roll me initiative. Yeah. Start naming out numbers. Six. Mm-hmm. Nine. Ten. Chark. Six. All right, who has the higher initiative, Squig or Chark? Or the higher decks? Uh, Squig has three. No, four. Oh, we might have the same. Okay, what's your intelligence modifier? Two. No, zero. Really low. <laughs> really okay. low. Okay, we'll go. All right, we'll go with Squig and then Chark. And then um, this is going to be a little bit different for initiative. Um, because there is going to be an effect that happens at 15, an effect that happens at 10. So, uh, Hamish, uh, do you want to go before or after the effect? After. Okay. So then I'm going to put an additional X on the board so that I remember. All right. This sounds like really fun adventure. So, a very large pig-faced demon slams to the ground in front of you and attacks... So, um, the very first thing it is going to do is it lands uh, about 30 feet away, so it will charge into you guys uh, until all of you are within 15 feet. And then I need a wisdom save from everybody, DC 15. So it's going to close into melee with uh, probably uh, Squig and Bitterfang. Um, 19. I'll have a 19. That's a crit. Alright, so all of you pass, so you are completely immune to this effect for the next 24 hours. So it doesn't matter anymore. Um, But it would make you frightened of him. So, okay, uh, you guys are all immune to that. Uh, It is then going to make one bite attack and two claw attacks against Bitterfang. Alright, neither of those will hit with a two and a three. And the bite didn't... uh, no, the bite will hit with a uh, 24. Okay, so that hits. Um, he is spiked, so we'll deal my proficiency back to him in damage, so four damage back to him. All right, four damage back to him, and he is going to take... Um, what did you roll? <laughs> 32 points of piercing damage. Wow. If you have to know, Mike, that was 5d10. I'm going to choose not to use my reaction to split that damage with me, as it (laughs) it would damn near kill me. (laughs) All right. We then move on to, uh, let's see here, Hamich. Hamich. Right. Oh, my Hamich. 
Damn it, Hamich! The irony! Yes, Hamich and his sandwich is ruining the game. I'm just excited to see what he can do with support. <laughs> <laughs> I just get what you're saying. I'm not eating a demon. Like, my already huge eyes, just like, never again. The amount of bacon you could get off of that. Pork loins and white bacon. (laughs) Pork loins and bacon. This is going to be beautiful. I just went German. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, uh, I think just to be safe, we're gonna, we're gonna see what happens with this. I'm going to, uh, Pull out two of my chef's knives and just uh, keep them at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. Sorry, I lived in Mississippi for a couple years and we had Piggly Wiggly and. Uh, it's all good. I'm just laughing because this creature is a uh, pig faced demon with horns jutting out and claws and little wings and all this kind of stuff and calling it Piggly Wiggly. It's Piggly Pig like. Yeah. So my first attack will a 20 hit him? Yes, it will. And that will deal. Five slashing damage right. as my throne dagger or chef's knife, sorry, not dagger, chef's knife, it, it lodges into him. A 13 probably will not hit him. Will not, no. Alright, um, then as a bonus action, I am going to. Oh, I'm gonna regret this. I'm gonna eat some epic cake. Is that, does the effect happen on your turn or is it, it the action? The, uh, um, the effect happens at. I have to use it as an action at the end of my next turn, before the end of my next turn. Gotcha. All right, knock two. Okay, so I'm going to use Avard's black tentacles at the foot of the demon. Okay, awesome. And so I need a deck save from it. All right, and he has advantage against magical effects. Uh, Still, though, that is only a 13. All right, the DC was 17, so he'll fail. He is restrained, and at the start of the next turn, he'll take 3d6 bludgeoning damage, and he'll have a chance to reroll. Awesome. Anything as a bonus? Um, actually, yeah. I think I'm going to cast uh, Shield of Fate, which gives 2ac to an ally in range. So, I don't know, um, uh, Bitterfang or Squig, if you... Um, if I'm within five feet of him, I, I'm at 20. Mm-hmm. He's at 18 right now. That would put him at 20. Yeah. Um, how about yeah. you, Brayden? Uh, I'm at 19. Your call, Dave. So basically either Bitterfang or... Um... I'll do Bitterfang. All right. That's, All right. That'll do it. Okay. Squig and Bitterfang. Um, how far out are we? He, he said he charged in. Yeah, he charged okay. in and made so, a melee attack. Yeah, we're really not going to be able to do a, a fancy charge. Not at this point, I wouldn't because it's yeah. not... It's better to go the other way. Um, so at the start of the turn, though, our regeneration will kick in, healing ourselves for three points, back up to 55. Would you say that if I'm hanging out on the, on, on the top of him, that because the way that the pack tactics work is that... Uh, yep, that's within five feet. Within five feet. Yep. So basically, as long as I'm riding him, it, it, it still counts. Yep. It considered Misty stepping like behind him so that we could really be like the traditional flanking positions of it. Whatever you want to do. It, but if you're okay with yeah. it happening with me, because we are, in fact, he's dodging attacks from above and below. Um, so yeah, we'll just go ahead and stay there, and Bitterfang will just move in. Um, so at the point we get there, he will be... Pack tactics will kick in. Okay. So we'll start off the first attack. Would be 17 for 26. Yep. Second attack would be uh, 13 for 22. And yep again. All right. So 2d6 plus 2d4 twice. Do you want individuals on these? 
uh, any acid resistance or no acid resistance. No. Okay. And then for the purpose of magic weapons, you have to go ahead and separate them out. Okay. Alright, so acid is going to be 1, 2, 3, 4, 8, 11 acid. Alright. And then physical is 16, 18, plus 14, 32 physical. Okay. From both attacks combined. Alright. The um, acid, of course, does the whole bubbly on the skin, and so you can tell that's definitely working, but your claws didn't sink in nearly as far as you thought. Oh, it's a bite. Oh, bite. The the teeth wouldn't sink in nearly as far as you thought. And then also, we've we've been forgetting this, uh, on hit with a bite, DC 13 strength save. Uh, That was an 8. So he's he'll be knocked prone. All right, he is knocked prone on his posterior. And then Squig will fire off a a firebolt at him. All right. Does uh, being prone affect his AC for the purpose of a ranged attack? You're more than five feet away. You have disadvantage on the attack. Oh, sorry. And restrained condition also grants you advantage on the attack roll, so would it not cancel itself out? Yep. Oh, yes, it would. Thank you. I totally spaced the restraint. Okay. So just just regular roll then. All right, 11 plus 415. Okay, that is not quite enough. Ah. The spell hits him, but the fire just kind of sloughs around him. Waves away. Yep. All righty. All right, Chark, it's your turn. All right, I will hit him with my bone whip. Just a regular attack roll, isn't it, because I'm 10 feet away? Yes. Oh, wait, no, 10 feet away would have disadvantage, because instead of you're outside... But he's still straight. Oh, yes, he's still straight. Yes, regular. Thank you. Can I, is, how big is his weapon? Does he have reach? Is that like a 10 feet? Yeah, he has reach. Um, Would we be able to move after that? You could move, yeah. Because have the warg attack and then then move, and then I shoot from where we move from. You could, yeah. Yeah, then I'd have disadvantage, but I missed the attack anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, let's move about 10 feet away. He would get an opportunity attack against you. At disadvantage. At disadvantage. Because I'm within 5 feet of him. Yeah. And with him being prone, he'll probably have to attack the warg. Yep, and it doesn't hit. Okay. Alright. Go ahead, Braden. Sorry about that. I rolled an 11 to hit. <laughs> no, unfortunately not quite enough. We're keeping on this same path as last week. <laughs> Alright, I will then use my bonus action to attempt a Intimidate, so you must roll a Charisma saving throw. Alright, Charisma is something that he actually has a little bit of, but I rolled a 2, so that is not going to work. Alright, go ahead. Okay. He has disadvantage on saving throws for a minute, but I did not critically succeed, so he can re-roll the saving throw at the end of each of his turns with disadvantage. All right. We then move on to him. So he is going to uh, make the save. And does it take an action to break free, or is it just um? Let me see if it takes an action, because actually he was supposed to take 3d6 when he when I started this spell. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I didn't and... realize that. No, so. that's fine. Roll that as well. All right. That is nine points of bludgeoning damage. Alright. And then, yeah, a creature restrained by the tentacles can use its action to make a strength or dex check against the spell save DC. Alright, and he has advantage. That's Actually, he has disadvantage against... Oh, he does have disadvantage, but he would normally have advantage because of magical resistance, so just a straight roll. I will re-roll it. Well, I'll take... because neither one of those would have made it, so he didn't make it at all. Alright. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Useful. <laughs> All right, uh, and that was everything that he could do. It took his action. Uh, so, so at the end of his turn, he gets to reroll the save again. Thank you. Yeah, the thing. Wait, wait, yeah. disadvantage. Yep, yeah, that was an at one anyway. So, 
Uh, Alright, on to Hamish. Actually, he would take another 3d6 because it's his turn again. Roll it. So, 6 and 10. Alright. Okay, we then move on to Hamish. Okay. So, I make a ranged recipe attack, so it's going to be at straight roll because of advantages and disadvantages. Um, That's a 15 plus at least 4. Yeah, like Yeah, so that's gonna be uh he will take seven bludgeoning damage. Alright. And he's got yeah, he's got a pool of, of uh of chuck just slathering around him. Awesome. I'm gonna bite that. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're just basting it. Oh, it's, God. It's that's okay. He's got acid coming out of his mouth. I don't think he's gonna care. <laughs> Alright, so now he has to make a Dexterity save. Okay. At disadvantage. Alright. Is it a spell effect? Um, it's... it's A the, recipe effect. It's, it's, it's caused by the actual vomit itself. Gotcha. Uh, what is the save? <laughs> what type? It's dex. Dex. Uh, that is a 11. That will fail. Alright, so he will take... He actually takes another 2 acid damage... Or, so 2 plus... Three seven acid damage. Uh, Sorry, right. no, nope, you're fine. Eleven acid damage. Uh, I'm up to that next stage. Okay. And then, as a bonus action, I am feeling so much pain as I watch our Terran commanders' whips <laughs> miss their mark so readily. So, as a bonus action, I'm going to uh, ladle some bullseye soup in his direction. <laughs> okay. So, this what does it do? so you uh, once again you have to use your reaction to uh, ingest this soup, this liquid that is flying through the air at you. The savory bowl includes a bullseye ball chopped, battered, and placed in a salty broth. Once consumed, you can add my wisdom modifier to the next attack roll you make before the end of your next turn. And because we are past eleventh level. It is two plus my wisdom modifier, so you'll get a plus six on your next attack roll. Thank God. Thank you so much. That is awesome. All right. Knock two. I'm just considering the and I'm gonna logistical nightmare of trying to right. angle soup through the air. <laughs> yeah. That is why I am such an amazing chef. What's that? What's that? Isn't it Brazilian sport high lie? Yeah. Where they throw the ball. Yeah. Throw it hard enough that it solidifies. Oh, that's a good idea. You use like use like a non-Newtonian liquid. Is that what this is? I think that's what we're going with. All right. So I'm going to use shield touch, which is a ranged. I make an attack roll. So. That is five plus nine to hit, so fourteen to hit. Not quite enough. All right, that's fine. Um, and I'll still be doing damage with uh, black tentacles. So okay, I'm just yep. gonna call that it. All right, Squig and Bitterfang. I thought he said whack tentacles, and I'm like, they are whack. They whack y'all. To quote Hamage, it's a whack-a-doodle. <laughs> All right, so I we, we had moved ten eyes. feet away. Did he actually stand up? Yeah, he was able to stand up, but that's right. as far as he was. he? Oh, no, because he failed the... He failed all, he failed so, all yeah. the saves. No, all right, well, then we'll just we'll go ahead and uh, move right back in. All right, melee again. Um, you're also, once again, because that, that last around, you will have to make a deck save. Oh, I will? What? 
It's all the, creatures. It's the vomit from from my from my. People. Oh, you know what? Oh, and what about the tentacles? Would they? Is that a radius or is that a single target? Uh, that's a that's actually uh, it's a twenty foot area, uh-huh. but I would have like. Okay. I would have put it off yeah. so that he would be at the edge of it. You're fine then. Okay. Um, if that's the case, he still hasn't stood up yet. Nope. Honestly, I think I'll just position us so that we can like kind of like provide protection. Like he'll have to come through me and Fang to get to these guys. Okay. So I'll just go ahead and position myself in there, and I'll just um, shoot something at him. I'll shoot Scorching Ray. Okay. Scorching Ray is second level spell. Mark that off, and. So, but because he's down on the ground, I got the disadvantage to the attacks. Correct. All right. So a little, it'll equal out to a straight roll because so, he's also still restrained. So. Yep. So okay. the advantage so, and the disadvantage. So straight up. So plus seven. So first ray nineteen. Yep, that'll hit. Second ray eight. <laughs> okay, no, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Now right. uh, third ray will be ten. So Neither. not so great. Yep, the one will hit. So just two d six. Seven fire damage. All right. And as it hits him, uh, you notice that because of his thick layer of piggy fat insulation, uh, he does not take near the burning that you thought. He's got a thick fat ability. Kind of. Sorry, I'm a Pokemon fan. Ah, there you go. All right. Oh, oh, and I did forget, at the beginning of our turn, Fang heals up to 58. Okay. From his regeneration. And he doesn't have any ranged abilities yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> so we will pass. All right, Chark. All right. I will use my action to attack with a plus six from my froggy friend. All right. And uh, straight roll at ten feet, or are you going to move in within five and do the deck save? I'll do the straight roll. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. It is going to be a 20 with the plus six. That'll hit. Would think. Oh, goodness. It wouldn't have hit otherwise. That was rough. Uh, ten points of slashing damage. Okay. And I will move away. I do not provoke attacks of opportunity from things that I've hit. And I will... Who has a good cantrip, ranged cantrip they would like to use? I've got Firebolt. I've got All right, range. I will use my... Bonus action to use Fire Volley. Uh, you can make a... Actually, let's rethink that. Since he seems to be resisting a bit of my fire, would Dave's water magic be more effective? Okay. Do we think that Dave's water magic would be more effective? Yeah, I mean, I have I have Chill Touch. That's a ranged attack roll. Let's give that a shot. And okay. it does cold damage, so... Okay. I don't know if that's... will do any better, but... We'll see. Uh, so. Uh, then you can make an attack roll with your cantrip right now as a reaction. Awesome. Ooh. Nice. Okay, so that is 13 to hit. Not quite enough. Okay. Can I, I use my acumen to get that up? Can I use my acumen to get that up to 17? Uh, yep, you can, but it won't make a difference. AC ah. is a little bit higher than that. That oh. sucks. Oh. Yep. No way, Mish. No. I don't have any more soup. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no soup for you. No, no soup, soup for you. <laughs> yes. All right. And he makes the... Now, that guy was German. <laughs> and he makes the say uh, the deal to get out. Um, that might work with a 14. No. no. He is still restrained. And we then move on. He's, how many points does he take? That is 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, wow. Not too shabby. 
Alright, he is... Is a charisma saving throw? Oh. Oh, and he has disadvantage on that. Uh, He does not. (laughs) And that was enough to bring him down to almost bloody. So, uh, Hamich. I don't want to throw too many more recipes at him because I don't know what we're going to run into later. So, uh, he's already got two of my knives stuck in him. Let's, uh... And now that now that he's no longer surrounded in, in awful nonsense, I'm going to dart in and sticky sticky stab. First attack. Will a uh, 26 hit? There. <laughs> For eight points of slashing damage. Alright. Second that is attack. enough to drop into actual blades. Uh is another twenty-six. Alright. For Six points of slashing damage. Uh, I use my bonus action for two weapon fighting for a 22 to hit. Yes. I haven't even been rolling with advantage. I could have critted a couple of these. Uh, roll to see if you did. Um, at another six and then uh, no, no, and no. All right. And then uh, I will deftly dodge back out of range. Deftly you have dodged. On then to Doc 2. You will be fallen. Have you ever had pork fillets? <laughs> so, hungry. Pork cuttable. I love pork cuttables. Go ahead. I'm going to use Cone of Cold on him. And okay. that's not concentration, so I can keep up the tentacles. Oh, and that is a con save. Now we'll make that straight roll. DC 17. Oh, yeah, straight roll. That one. That one. All right. So is that... Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's 6, 7, 8, uh, 13, 17... Wow. 33? 33 points of... Um, that is cold damage. All right. And be, once again, because of his piggy fat, he doesn't take nearly as much as what you thought he uh, would, but he still takes quite a bit. Fat. All right. Uh, then it is... Oh, wait, bonus action, anything? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, we then move on to Slavian. Are we still under the effect of the vomit? No, it, it cleared out at the beginning of my good turn. Good. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Let's move on from this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I tend to spew out bad jokes. Oh, oh God. so um, is he back on his feet yet? Though he has. I want no, more of on his file. All right, we're gonna be. We're gonna go ahead and re-engage. Uh, the fire spells aren't doing any good, so I feel like we'll just go ahead and get in there. And so, um, yeah, charge him in. Okay, we're not 20 feet out, so the charge will wouldn't really do anything for us. So we have advantage because of pack tactics, but we have disadvantage because he's. Well, no, oh, no for, the the melee, melee. for the melee yeah, attack. Yeah, you have melee, you now have advantage. Technically, I yeah. All right, so first attack for him would be, uh, that is a natural 20. Oh. So Ooh. for the first attack and for the second attack, uh, 9 plus 9, 18. Yes, that's exactly what you All do. right, so we have a critical, which will be 2d6 plus 2d4, and then critical damage, another 2d6. Plus so, another 2d4. Plus another 2d4. Oh, oh, does that double It's all attack dice. Oh my Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, all that's right. why I love rogues. Sneak die for oh. days. So, here's this. <laughs> remember what happened to Tracy? Yeah, I remember so four, Tracy in the breakaway road. 9, 12 acid damage. Okay. And 9, 10, 12, plus double that, 14, 26. 26 physical. Okay. That's from the crit. 
Alright, he's and getting down there in points by a ways. And then the regular attack will be 3 acid and 14 physical. Alright, he is down to almost death door. Oh, um, and then I'm just going to go ahead and... You know what? He's not taking as much damage, but we're going to go ahead and shoot a firebolt at him. Okay. So, plus 7... 15. Our grinds on the way. I have disadvantage, so... Yeah, they have one. 11. <laughs> Alright. We then move on to Chark. Okay. So I can move within 5 feet of him and not be within the tentacle area? Correct. Oh, I would definitely do that to get advantage. Alright. And I'll make an attack with my whip. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I rolled two sixes, so that'll just be a mere 14 to hit. Oh no, not enough, no. Uh, Alright, we uh, then move on. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I might. <laughs> this sucks. Uh, I will use another will dice. Does anyone want to make another ranged attack against him? Uh, I'll give it a shot. Okay. With the, are we talking ranged attack will, or are we talking like a, a. Was this a cantrip deal? Any ranged attack. I. So you. I rolled critically well, so you get a plus five to the hit. So, can that be the cantrip or. Yeah, cantrip or any range. Oh, okay. Because you're using it as a reaction. Okay. Yeah, so you said plus five to it. It's going to be 12 altogether. Um, 18. Uh, yeah, that will hit. Oh, it will? 18 is exactly what you need. Oh, awesome. Alright, so, and we're going to get 2d10 because. Campus, uh, nine fire damage. Alright. Oh, he halves down to four. Alright, does anybody here speak Abyssal? No. No. Yeah. Okay, then your heads are filled with a demonic string of language, just absolutely terrifying to all of you as he tries to stand. And, uh, that one. Monsieur, I do believe that yeah. I am here in John. He, he broke out with um, a uh, 21. Alright, but that was his action. Um, he's going to go ahead and take the AOPS and uh, try and run away. So you are within five awesome. feet of him. So Actually, we... I think he would still take the 3d6 on the that's start, the start of, his of his turn. turn. Go ahead and roll it. So that's seven, eight points of full damage. Or, wait, no, that's just bludgeoning. Yep. Alright. Yep. Okay, and go ahead, Aeon. All right, so, and does pack, pack tactics still apply to that? Yep. Um, Do I have an attack opportunity as well? Oh, yeah, yes. you're within five feet. I forgot you moved up. Uh, 14 is my best. Nope, 14 doesn't. Do I get an attack opportunity with each head? <laughs> no. I, I <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Mike, wouldn't you also get an attack of opportunity uh, as well? Oh, I hadn't, like... It, I hadn't like stated that I was wielding a dagger, so I feel like I would have to draw the dagger because yeah. I've, I've been casting spells and I was considering using a crossbow. So no, I won't take. It. All right, Braden, did you hit? I rolled a twenty-five. Woo! Nice. All right. Finally. And that means my damage die don't reset as well because I hit on this turn essentially, okay. so I get two d eight damage. Nice. Five and oh. Uh, that is going to be 17 points of slashing damage. <laughs> that is exactly reduced by half even. Woo-hoo! Exactly what you needed to take him down. Nice. <laughs> As he turned to fly away, getting just above your head, your whip brings him down to the ground, slamming him into it, and he expires. 
I turn around, I turn around looking all menacing, and I open my cloak and bats fly out. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun fact, Bob, my yes. uh, character background special feature that I use for the chef's background that I found uh, is called Dinner for More. Oh, God, no. Medium creatures that you find can feed the party for one day. Any creature large or larger can feed the party for two to three days. How big is he? Large. Guys, we got two days worth of food from this pig. Woo! Bacon for days, literally. All right. All I can see now is Bitterfang. It's bigger! (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the whole party. I can actually stretch it to feed Bitterfang. That's awesome. My friends... We are eating pork tonight. As all of this happens, the uh, as you guys were battling that, the uh, Modron moved closer to the edge and starts pointing down there, saying, "Quickly, we need to get it started." Sacrebleu! Hurry, everybody! All right. So this is um, uh, halfway down a hundred foot deep crevice. So uh, the spherical engine is uh, 40 feet below the top of the crevice uh, and is uh, 40 feet above the magna beneath it. So I need uh, climbing checks, athletic strength check to try to climb down onto it. I have a climb speed. <laughs> Still got to make it, but I'm pretty sure you're going to be fine. Question by yes. regeneration. Okay. Regeneration is at the start of my turn, mm-hmm. so every round, three points. Okay. So... Um, I have 23 points. That means, will we pass eight rounds before anything else happens, do you think? Um, I'll just have yeah, to, like, probably. suddenly and how long it's gonna time to How long it's going to take to climb down, um, yeah, I'll say it, it can be that okay. long. Bob, I don't think I made it. I rolled a five. Okay, what did everybody else get? I am not very strong, but I rolled a 20. So okay. today I'm feeling... I'm feeling climbing, and so we're climbing down. Yes, unless unless you guys wanted climbing. to try to jump forty feet. Is there any water to catch me? <laughs> I can really, I can make it. I can make it a little over halfway. What would you like to do? All right, everybody, jumping or climbing? I'm climbing. Feet. Okay. Um. Wait, I've got rope in my pack. Oh, yeah, if you guys want to, like, try and wedge, yeah, you know, do a rope and climb and there's rope in there. Yeah. All right, then I'll give you guys advantage on the climb check to do so. Um, I've got a uh, plus 10 for survival. Would there be any way to create a harness so I can help, like, make a strange pulley system that's going to uh, lower Bitterfang down the crevice? Oh, actually, Bitterfang's not going to be a problem because I... Last session, I obtained an ability that allows me to call him to my position as long as we're on the same plane of existence. So as long as I get down there, I can snap my fingers and he'll show up. Okay. So then did everybody make DC 12 athletics okay? Yes. All right. Then you guys are all down on the top of this spherical spherical object. So um, with the mortar on there, he is very easily able to begin activating this device. And as he's... um, pulling on different levers and gears to get this started. He tells you all, okay, now listen up, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, we're doing a team huddle? Yeah, team awesome. huddle. I'll be like, which one of you is a girl? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to... 
lift the tail? <laughs> <laughs> nope, definitely a boy. This is going to take a little over a minute in order for all of this to align itself to where it needs to be. I can guarantee that there's going to be some really strange things going on, so hold on to your panties and we're getting ready to go. Again, which one of us is a girl? Okay. <laughs> inside my pants. So are you, yeah. are you guys all ready oh, to... it's me. <laughs> are you guys all ready to get this thing started? Um, I'm going to very quickly eat a... Um, I probably won't need it, but I'm going to eat a lasagna alforno. Okay. So I get bonuses to wisdom checks, I guess. Okay. Um... I'm going to hand a uh, 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 shark a uh, lemon tart. Don't eat it yet. It's a reaction to eat it. Okay. And uh, I will tell you when 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 it applies. And I'm going to hand. I'm going to hang on to the passion fruit cheesecake. Damn you and your good sounding food. Ironic that lemon meringue pie and lemon desserts in general are my favorite. Yeah, same here. I totally get that. Um, who here has the has, has it doesn't have great saves? My mm, decks and wisdom right. are awesome. Everything else is a one or a two, or a minus one. <laughs> um, but I think that probably applies to most. Because I can give you, because I can give you a uh, a strawberry vanilla cupcake that will give you a plus four to a dex con or wisdom save. As it comes up, um, I've got eights in two of those three, so I won't need it. I've got an okay deck. I'll just hold on to that. I'm going to give our. I'm also going to give a shark to to hold on and use as as, as you know if something comes up. I'm going to give you a vegetable medley stew. Okay. So, um, and actually, you can eat that one right now. Uh, you gain resistance to three damage types of your choice for a minute. Is that a reaction to eat that? Or? It is a bonus action. You can eat it before we get started. Yeah, or you I'm can hold like on to it. See, see what kind of damage they're dealing. Yep. Like I said, you can hold on to it. It is, it is a bonus action to eat that. Okay. And remember, we're still all under the effects of the black pepper jerky, so we can tell if we can trade places if something happens. I'm going to give you to potentially give to Bitterfang later a pan-fried skewer. Pan-fried skewer. So, is once again, is a bonus action to feed it to him. And for one minute, uh, he gains 2d4 plus 4 damage on the next attack roll he takes after he eats it. Oh. Alright. So if he misses one like attack, does he just lose it? I'm good. No, it's on the next damage roll. The next damage roll? Okay. Yes, it actually says, once consumed, you become invigorated. Uh, whenever you make a damage roll during the recipe's duration, you can choose to deal bonus damage to end the recipe. So, yeah, you don't actually have to... You, you can actually choose to not use it. You have a minute to use it, though. Alright. And I probably clear up that I think that over this uh, time period that we've all been traveling together, uh, Chark and Squig would... Chark would have attempted to become friends with Squig, even though he's had a former life as a slaver. I feel like if this were a campaign, I feel like that would have been an amazing opportunity for you and I to, like, be at odds with each other in the beginning. That would have been cool. Um, but sa- I mean, sadly, in this kind of a setting, we really couldn't embellish on something like that. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. Alright, good. Right now, my friends. 
And actually, you know what? I'm feeling uber generous. Um, I am going to give. You're going to pay for my ride. <laughs> I am going to give uh, Squig a sodium rock lobster. Oh, it wasn't a rock. What does that do? It was a rock lobster. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be all right there, Braden. I'm enjoying all of this, guys. Yeah. Uh, I think this is gonna be one of our punnier episodes. So, um, until the end of your so you eat once again eat it as a bonus action. It lasts for one round until the end of your next turn. You can use your you can use a a, a standard action. To propel a violent belch in a 15-foot cone originating oh from you God. and end the recipe. Each creature inside the cone must succeed on a constitution save or take 1d8 plus 4 poison damage. Actually, now it is 3d8 plus 4 because we are past the level 11. I really appreciate whoever made that class because this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. You know somewhere there's a person out there playing the Swedish chef. Yeah. Work, work, work. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what? Just because I haven't given, because normally I would give, I would have given you the croque madame, but because I'm not, I will give you a red velvet cupcake. Doesn't do it doesn't anything. Any it's just a red. Effect, yeah. It's just a red velvet cupcake. It just um, tastes really good. Once again, bonus action to eat it. Okay. It is instantaneous duration. This sweet and sticky treat is made with copious amounts of sugar and natural cocoa. Once consumed, you may immediately re-roll the saving throw against one effect that is causing you to be charmed or frightened or poisoned or stunned because we are past level 11. And you will add a plus 4 to that roll. Okay. Alright, then if you guys are totally ready to go, we will start the encounter. I need initiative rolls for everybody. This one's gonna get crazy. That was a surprising amount of time we had to spend on accounting for our food. Ah, I know, right? 17 oh. plus 3 for 20. 28. This Eight is for Hamage. The way I've been rolling initiative, I really wish I had been playing the uh, the entree chef because I can I can do some pretty funny initiative shenanigans. All right, uh, I'm not, at eleven. At eleven, okay. And chart. I'm at fourteen. Okay, so uh, on initiative count fifteen, something crazy will happen, and on initiative count ten, something else crazy will happen. We will go ahead and get started. So the Morgron starts cranking on all these levers and pulleys and gears and whatnot, and all of a sudden, everything begins to shake. And as this is activated, all of a sudden, two magma methods jump out of the magma below and climb on top of this sphere. We'll go ahead and uh, start. So the first thing that's going to happen is absolutely nothing still, Mike. Uh, Nothing happens on your turn. However, on uh, initiative count 15, something happens with the maze engine device. I need to roll percentile die real quick to see what the effect is. Let's see, 59. The engine flickers with blue light and casts fairy fire, targeting all creatures within 20 feet of it. DC 18 dexterity save. So, everybody on top of the maze engine, make a dex save. I succeed with 13. Okay, uh, so if you rolled less than an 18, you are lit up by the fairy fire effect, meaning you cannot turn invisible, and enemies have advantage against you. Alright. 
Okay, Chark, it is also now your turn. No enemies have appeared. All it is is fairy fire. Um, so would you? what would you like to do? I will hold my action to whip anything I see that is an enemy. Okay, and you could have held your action as well. Oh, that's cool. All right, knock two. Just going to hold your action as well? Um, actually, I think I'm going to... I might actually pop Globe of Invulnerability, which okay. is 10-foot radius around me. Um, basically, any spells lower than level 6 just don't make it in. Okay. Uh, so, and then kind of standing right in the middle then? Yeah. Okay, because if it's 10 feet uh, radius around you, uh, this whole thing is only 20 foot around, so you're basically covering the entire thing. Yeah, uh, so I try and stay, you know, yeah. so that people aren't in that radius. Not a problem then. All right, so then we move on to, uh, let's see, uh, initiative count 10. So on initiative count 10, two magma methods, or methites, whatever you want to call them, jump out of the magma and climb onto the top of this, and they charge and attack. I don't know who would be where. You're all kind of just standing around in here, so I'm going to go ahead and roll a d4. Now that is a two, Dave. One is going to attack you, and one is going to attack you, Micah. They make a claw attack each. Oh, actually, you know what? No. Um, It is going to try and target all of you, both of them, and I need everybody to give me two DC 11 dexterity saves. Make it. And make it. Two successes. Two successes. We're good. All right. You guys are only going to take half of this damage then. So that's eight. And four, so 12 total points. So half that, you each take six points of fire damage. Can I make an attack against them? That's oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Now that they've showed up, yeah, you guys held your action. Go ahead and make I your attack. I am the chef here. <laughs> I rolled a 20. Natural 20. Nice. Okay. So that is 12 points of slashing damage. All right. It is below bloody. Okay, uh, you held your action as well? Yes. Um, let's, uh, which are the one that, uh, Chark is not, that is attacked. I'm gonna go against the other one. Okay, go ahead. Occupy this time, so we'll move over. Uh, sadly, all my fire spells probably not gonna do a whole lot to these guys. But we'll jump in and have the Gorg attack. So, 18 for the first attack. That'll hit. And, well, thank God for advantage. 18 for the second attack. Yep. Okay, so 24, 14 physical and 7 acid, then 15 physical and 6 acid. It expires. As it does, everybody within 5 feet of it, which would be basically everybody, needs to give me a DC 11 dexterity saving throw. Oh. Uh, I failed. I failed. Both, of, both of us failed. Alright, uh, if you failed, you take 8 points. If you succeeded, you take 4 and one of them expires. All right, and since you guys held your actions... Um, so how much was that? Uh, that was uh, eight if you failed, four if you passed. All right, and since you guys held your actions, let me reorder everything here, because you... T- I still need to act for swing. Yep, go ahead. All right. Um, you know what, since we haven't done it yet, let's just use... Because fire is not going to do much, let's use that witch bolt scroll that we've had this whole time. All right, on the other uh, one that's standing? On the other one that's standing, so... All right. Go ahead and it's a we make the attack, right? Which bolts range spell attack against the creature. So seventeen. Seventeen. That will hit. Awesome. So a D twelve. 
Eleven. All right. Everybody within five feet needs to give me a dexterity saving throw. On a fail, uh, the DC, once again, is um, 11. On a fail, you take four. On a pass, you take two. All right. Uh, then uh, knock two. You can take your attack if you want. If not, we'll... There's no one up. Nobody up. Do you want to heal or do anything like that or continue to hold? Um, yeah, actually, I'll probably... Well... Yeah, everyone's, everyone's taking damage, so I'll probably do Mass Healing Word and just do a D4 plus 5 to everyone. Okay. So that is nice. 8 points of healing. Alright, and then Hamage is your turn. Um, since there's no one here, I am just going to uh, hold my action. Alright, you are holding your action then. We then start uh, back at initiative count uh, 15. The new order is um, the device is going to activate, then the methods, then um, you can kind of place yourself wherever you want after that. Uh, my gun. Uh, so then for the effect, I need to roll percentile die again. 52. So this time, uh, the engine emits a flash of yellowish-white light. A randomly determined magic item appears in a safe location within 120 feet of the engine. Alright, I get to roll on the DMG to figure out which one that is. And then I'm going to also roll a d20 to see if it lands near you guys, or if it lands on the outside of the area. Come on, hand it Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, uh... A plus two weapon appears on the ground near your feet. I will go ahead and roll to see whose weapon it is going to mimic. Four. So, Brayden, your weapon, uh, a plus two whip, lands at the ground at your feet. So cool. Yeah. Uh, can I use that right now, or do I ask it? Yeah, you can equip it as an action. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to make it into my boat loop to gain access to the properties. Uh, no, it isn't a tune. It's just you pick it up and you can use it. Okay. Um, so we've, we've been through two rounds, so we've got about ten rounds left. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and uh, actually, he, uh, on on my turn, after that happened, I'm going to eat a one of my own vegetable medley stews. Okay. Because I made two of them. All right. And I'm going to choose fire damage, slashing damage, and bludgeoning damage that I will be resistant to. Alright, so then uh, you're re-entering initiative right after that effect, but before the methods show up? Yep. Alright, so then two methods jump out of the uh, lava on either side and attack again. So, uh, targets this time, I'm going to roll them randomly yet again. Uh, actually, nope, I'm going to do the exact same thing I did last time. Everybody, I need a dex- two dexterity saves from you. Pass both. So 15 and 18. Yep. Pass both. All right. The first one was uh, on a fail, it would be five. Uh, and the second one on a fail, it would be three. What was the DC? 11. Oh, okay. Yeah. I made them both then. Okay. Made them both. Made them both. So on a save, it was one. The yep. Just a second. Uh, so everybody made them both? Yep. Okay. Then uh, total, you guys would only take four points of damage. Fine. I would have, I would have both of those. Yep. You would have that again, so you'd only take two. All right, uh, we then move on to uh, Chark. All right, I will move up to the whip. Okay. 
equip equip that whip as a bonus action, toss my other whip into the fiery lava below, and eat my veggie stew, and I will make myself immune to fire, poison, and slashing. Well, it's just resistance, but it's oh, still... Sorry. Yep. Resistance. Fun fact, at level 17, uh, rather than the resistance to three damage types, you can gain immunity to one damage type, but... That's cool. But yeah, we're, we're resistant to three. Yep. All right. Thank you for that. All right, Squig. All right. Um, well, let's go ahead and have Fang will charge in. Well, charge. He'll move the appropriate distance and attack one of them. All right. They're twice. God, I love pack tactics. I this know, is right? Fantastic. I feel like a bit like last time when when uh, Luminea had just advantage at all times. Exactly. Uh, so eighteen. Yep. And 21. Both hit. So, wow! 12 plus 7, 19 physical, and 3 acid. It explodes. I need deck save. From everybody. Save. Yep. Ooh. Um. Fail. I fail, but the work is good. 11 on a fail. Uh, 5 on a success. So, 3? Yeah, so three free. Does the uh, other round down? Round down. No, sorry. So two. Does yeah. the other Beffet have to make the save? It does not, because well, it does, but it's immune. Okay. All okay. right. Um, is the are they both within five feet? Could the second attack that I made be against the other Beffet? Yeah, you can just turn and swipe them. Okay. So, so you guys are all kind of in like a, a basically a big cube kind of a thing. You guys are all real packed in there. Like uh, hypercube. Since, that movie was shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're both the same AC, so the hit yeah. would have hit. Alright, so four, 11 physical and 5. Still acid. standing. Okay. Knock. Two. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it's still your and turn. And then I will cast Cure at level 3. Alright. So I heal myself because take, I'm down to half. So it'll be 3d8 plus 4. So 8, 10 plus 4 for 14. Gets me to 39. And we will be done. Alright, uh, then on to Doc 2. Yep. Um, I am probably... Are the are the two that just popped up, are they right by each other? One's one now. exploded already, the oh, other yeah, one... Yeah, yeah. Yep, the other yeah. one uh, okay. was close. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think I'll probably do... Gosh, I have a lot of area of effect stuff. I don't have a lot of single hit stuff. But I will do... Ice Knife, which is a ranged attack. So that is a 24 to hit. That'll hit. And then that will be a D10 of... um, A D10 of piercing, so that's one piercing damage. And then 2D6 cold damage, three cold damage. Okay, and it is vulnerable to cold, so that was exactly what you needed to kill it. Everybody give me another deck save. Deck save! I failed. Hey, we're good. Six on a uh, six fire on a uh, fail and three fire on a save. All right, we then are back to uh, the next initiative count. Something funky happens as well as a great trembling. I need everybody to give me a DC ten deck save. I passed. Twenty-seven. That's a two, but I still passed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as long as everybody passed, uh, nothing happens. I, d- I oh. did not. What did you roll? I rolled a four. 
What'd you get? You one feel final? Yeah, you did. You failed by more than five. You start to fall yeah. off the edge into the lava. Alright, would somebody like to use their reaction to grab onto him? I was gonna say I could use my acumen to... What did your whole roll get you up to is for the whole roll? Four. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah fun. Alright, would somebody like to give up their well, wait, if, that, if, if you add your acumen to it, he would have failed by less than... Yeah, if he would add it, um, he wouldn't fall off the edge into the lava, he would just fall to the edge, and, but still be able to grab. I would do that, but would Chark know that... I'll, I'll do that, yeah, okay, I had four to it. Okay, yep, so then you would have only failed by one point, so you are able to grab onto the side. Awesome. On your turn, you'll have to make a uh, DC-10 athletics to climb back up. Okay. All right, uh, and then a weird effect happens. Ooh, 62. The engine spews harmless multicolored sparks until the start of its next turn. We then move on to Hamish. <laughs> um, actually, can I go and help pull... Can I, like, try to pull him... Up off of the edge. Yeah, yep, you can do that. DC 13 to help pull him up. Mm. Uh, no, DC 10 decks. Oh, no, that's to catch him. But uh, DC 13 to pull him up. Uh, I don't have great strength. Wow, I wish I had the, uh, I wish I, wish I had my thick and juicy steak. Yeah. Um. Potion of growth. Advantage on strength. We do have one of those. Although. It would take your action to drink it and yeah. then another action to pull up. I'll go ahead and make the attempt at a straight roll. Okay. Clench everybody. Nat oh, 20! Nat 20. Nice. You, you not only grab him to pull him up, but you like whip him in the air. He does a somersault, lands on his feet square in the middle. Totally. He doesn't even grab my arm. He just grabs my torso exactly. and lifts me up. Exactly. All right. Uh, anything bonus action or anything like that? Mm, nope. I think we're going to go with that. Yeah, All right. Good sir. Initiative count 10 hits again. Two more methods to jump out of the lava and do the exact same thing. Two deck saves. Pass. Yes. And a nat 20. All right. You got a nat 1. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. All right. Both of those were eights. So... Uh, if you failed either one, um, eight on a pass, uh, or eight on a failed save, uh, four on a pass. So two from each, then? Yep. So for me? Yep, so, so two instances of eight damage. Four on, on all successes, it's four and four. Yep. So all right. 68. Chark, it is your turn. I will whip at one of these methods. Okay. Is that 15 to hit? Yes. Alright. Oh, my dice went flying off the table. Uh, <laughs> dice foul! <laughs> That's ten points of slashing damage. Alright. And I there's obviously there's nowhere to hide, is there, on this No giant uh twenty foot sphere with rock walls on yeah. either side. <laughs> and I will do nothing. That'll be it. Alright, Squig. Yeah, there are methods, yeah. Yes, two. <laughs> I feel like it turns into just go after the methods. Right. Um, so yeah, we'll just jump on them. All right. So first one, uh, eighteen. Yep. That Second one, twenty-four. Mosel hit. Eight, fifteen physical, okay. and five acid. All right. One is down. Dex save. 
made it. Good. Alright. I rolled uh, another natural one. Oh lord. Uh, that is, yeah, exactly. That is nine points on a fail. Uh, four points on a save. So up by three and down by four. Very lucky I've resistance to fire right now. Yeah. Alright, and the next attack, we'll just, like we did last time, go yep. on the other guy. So, 11 plus 7, 18 physical plus 6 acid. Another one. Like, I feel like I should apologize, but <laughs> these methods work. Just like, like Micah pointed out earlier, we're in such a confined space, it's gonna happen no matter what. Exactly. Um, successes on both. Alright, that's 11 points on a fail, 5 points on a save. Okay. Okay. Four, and then I'll have Squidge do his thing. Which he's literally. How's everybody doing for health? Uh, not great. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna heal next when it's my turn. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use another third level slot to heal myself. Another three d eight plus four. Uh, Fifteen. Oh wow. Fifteen and five. So twenty four. All right. We then move on to knock two. All right. I'm gonna use mass cure wounds at level six. So that's. 48 plus 5 healing. That's a lot of heals. So 7, um, 16 plus 5, so 21 points of healing for everybody. That puts me almost wow, up. Wow. wow. Me too. <laughs> Alright, I'll have to change that. On into initiative count 15. Another crazy effect happens. 43. Multicolored arcs of light play across the surface of the engine, which cast polymorph on each creature within 20 feet of it. Oh. Any, yeah, everybody give me a save. Um, I don't remember is what type of save polymorph is. Let me wisdom check. Save. Thank wisdom? you, wisdom. Oh, thank God! <laughs> oh, I'm so bad at this. Amazing. I'm trying to decide if I want to. 18 is exactly what you need. Oh, 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 you're kidding me. 18 is exactly oh, what you Okay, need. so I'm fine, but the warg just, <laughs> he failed. The warg turns into oh. a flying snake. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, how does that apply? Wait, wait, wait. Since I'm inside my globe of invulnerability, is that a spell? Polymorph is like, like a tenth level spell. It's like a tenth. Oh it's, no! And it's just oh, an effect. No. It isn't an actual spell. Oh no! Oh. oh. You good? Yes. All right. So you have one flying snake that was once a warg. Now is he still? <laughs> I failed. We have two flying snakes, one that was once a warg, and one that was once a uh, waterbender. So Hamish, it is your turn. Um, well, I was going to do something to try to help out our friend, but he's a flying snake now. Um, he is a snake. <laughs> a snake. <laughs> um, Say something He's going to need some milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to need some milk. <laughs> um, well. Um, oh, that means he's no longer under the effect of the, well, is he still under the effect of the black pepper jerky? Yeah, none of that would be affected. Okay, I can trade places with the flying snake. <laughs> trade the places with the one that Mike is currently strangling. I can't do that because he didn't. Ah, damn. Um, I think I'm just gonna have to hold action for now because there's really nothing I can do. Is that? How is everyone for hit points? Oh, I'm, I'm full. 
and the snake was full. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I've taken you out of initiative. Let me know when you want to go again. Right. So, initiative count 10. Ah, oh, two more methods. Jump out of the sides and do that pincer thing with the flames. Everybody give me a deck save. The stats for a flying snake on decks is plus four. Nope. Oh my god. That's a 12. I rolled a third. No, wait, no, sorry. That's only an eight. I failed. We both failed. Okay, uh, nine points of damage on a fail. Oh, wait, um, there's two of them, right? Yes, there's two. Okay, I failed. We, we both failed. One, and we both succeeded the others. All right, All right. nine points. Nine points for the first. And four points for the second on a fail. And the flying snakes only have five health points, so even only taking half, poof, you are back into what you once were. Oh, awesome. So we you, have you come back. Points. I guess I wasn't ready. I was you only come back as the same with the same hit points, or you take damage? You, you take the leftover damage. So, okay. uh, if, did, who, okay. did you pass? Oh, yeah. Damage. I failed both of them, so I take okay. eight leftover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, do you have the. Do you take that damage on. Um, you go back. To the HP you were, and yeah. taking the leftover damage. Yep. Correct. Okay, so he was at seventy-five, and you said it was nine, and then how much? Four. So thirteen minus five would be eight. So I can match. All right. Um, then on to Chark, unless you want to jump in. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump in and uh, stabby stabby at one of the methods. Actually, I'm going to. I'm going to. One hand, I'm going to have. One of my chef's knives. With the other hand, I'm going to actually pull out that drow dagger, and as I go to, I'm going to just, just and All poison right. it. That is a 18 to hit. Yep. And that will deal two six slashing damage. Okay. And he has to make a DC 12 Constitution save. That was an 18 plus some. Okay, so he's good. Uh, second attack with the. Uh, for my extra attack with the, the Draw Dagger. Okay. Is a 19 to hit. Yep. For five more points of slashing, and you'll yep. need to make another con save. That was a 12. That is just enough. And then two weapon fighting, I'll use my bonus action to attack with the Chef's Knife. Okay. And that one will hit. And that will deal seven points of slashing damage. All right. Still holding on, but not by much. Shark. I don't, I don't, and then I'll just oh. kind of quick jump back. Okay. I don't know why. Yep. You would take an attack of opportunity? Yeah, never mind. I'll just, I'll just hang in. Okay. Go ahead, Shark. I'll attack one of them. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, 27 to hit. Yes. <laughs> that is uh, 10 points of damage. Okay, on the injured one or the other one? The injured one. It explodes. Give me a deck save. Success. Seven success. points on a success. Or seven points good. on a fail. Uh, four points or three points on a save. One point. All right. Anything is a bonus action. Um, no. All right, Squig, it is your turn. Uh, one more left. Yep. The one that's poison. Bitter Fang is going to heal. Three points. Six to seven. Um, and then he'll step in and attack. Chompy, chompy. Twenty-four. 16 physical. Okay. 4 acid. Alright, not quite enough. It's still standing. Alright, oh, second attack. Uh, 14 to hit. Yep, I guarantee you're gonna kill it. Yeah. 9 points on a uh, fail, uh, 4 points on a success. Okay. Uh, 63 in. Uh, are you planning on healing again? Yeah, probably. 
Like, are you going to do another area of effect one? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. Um, so then I won't heal. See here. All right. Knock um, two. Do I have anything that could help the crew? Okay. Um, probably not. Mass cure wounds. I'll probably just cast this level five. So that's three d eight. So ten. 13 plus 5, so 18. 18 points of healing. I am well above full. Awesome, awesome. Nice. Man's well. Alright, move on to round 5. I am going to roll once again for another crazy effect. Okay. The engine emits a flash of violet-white light. All extraplanar creatures within 100 miles of the engine immediately return to their native planes of existence. Is your wow. he's not really extra planar though. Then it doesn't matter. We're gonna go. Know. I mean if it doesn't it, it would be the methods. All the methods would basically disappear because they're oh. elementals. So I think you're good with your I'm, I'm think I mean yeah, because he doesn't like have a home plane. He's just like I like it's almost as if he is a will he's a beast though, is his yeah. creature type, then yeah. you're fine. Alright. We then move on to initiative count ten. Two more methods jump out of the lava, and I need two more deck saves. The first, oh, yes, yes. The first one is uh, six on a fail, three on a save. The second one is five on a fail, uh, two on a save. <laughs> and then Hamage. All right, well, uh, do that same thing again. That draw dagger just, that will hit okay. for eight points of slashing, and I need a con save. That's 15. So make it. Second attack is another hit for six points of slashing. And that was a 12. Which just makes it. And then two weapon fighting will give me... Another net one! Wait, wait, like, like poetry slam. Exactly, yes. Chark, it is your turn. What do you do this to me? You are my favorite knife! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna attack the one that Tamish uh, was ta- attacking. That is a 14 hit. Yes. And that is five, uh, so seven points of damage, and I'll use a bonus action to... Um, Dave, do you want to use a cantrip to attack one of these guys? I can, I can absolutely. Save. All right. That, cool? nope. that same one has oh. one point of health left if you're attacking that one. Uh, 13 to hit. Enough to hit. All right. Let's see what we can do. Wait, that's... 3d8, never mind. Eight. Boom! Nine. It explodes. Why don't you let me do the damage? I, <laughs> I just want to see how, what I can do. Alright, that is seven points on a fail, uh, three points on a success. Two successes. I'm very fortunate with this because the idolist, it's their core saves are dex and wisdom. Yeah. And plus eight to both, and the avatar utilizes my saves. That is awesome. So yeah, that's. Um, and it is now onto your turn, Squig. How much was it? You say seven. Seven on a, seven on a success fire. Uh, seven six seven on a fail. Three on a success. Okay, so forty-one. And so where did my turn? He would go down three, but he would gain three. So I'm just going to leave the health right where it is at seventy-six. Um, and choppy choppy. Alright. Um, 25. Yep. First one. And if there's a need for a second one, 13. 
Okay, it explodes. Yeah. So just as a heads up, remember, David, methods are vulnerable to cold damage. So using that cantrip, because these things are always so they don't have much health, I would always suggest to attack the higher health target. Oh, okay. yeah. And it wouldn't have mattered because it would only have been an 18 doubled still, and they had a little bit more health than that. But uh, all right, another deck save. Um, like I said, it's 11 points on a fail, five points on a success. Ouch! I failed. We then move on to round number six. Another great rumbling happens, and all of you need to give me a DC 10 dexterity saving throw or be thrown from the deal. How much DC what? 10. I got an 11. Alright. Three. Again, thank God for dex. This 20-foot sphere is slowly starting to break away from the edges. It will soon begin to sink into, or slowly start descending until it hits the lava. And now for the wonderful fun effect. 24. The engine crackles with lightning. All creatures within 30 feet need to give a DC 18 dexterity saving throw or take 10d6 lightning damage. DC 18? DC 18 saving throw. Um, If you are wearing metal, you have disadvantage on the save. I gave you the the thing. Wait, the no, red velvet cupcake. No, sorry, that's again. Never mind. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't think that. The lemon. Lemon tart is actually uh, if you if you get hit with an attack, you eat it, and the next time you hit whatever hit you, you automatically crit against it. Yep, and it, it was a DC of eighteen. I'm going to eat my strawberry vanilla cupcake though. Oh yeah. As a reaction, I don't think I can eat ten D six. I succeed. Ah. Oh, oh. Oh, that's a 19. 19. Oh, thank you. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Oh. 24 and 26. We are good. 44 points of lightning damage on a fail. 22 on a save. I take oh none. God. Thank you, strawberry vanilla cupcake. <laughs> okay, wait here. Let's go back to that. I'm at 14 HP. I'm at 39. Okay, so I can help 22. 22 on a, on a success. All right, so that's going to take us down to Fang goes to 49 off of that 22. I'm going to use my reaction to split the damage between the two of us okay. so that I take 11. Otherwise, I would go down to 8, and I might not survive the save for the, me- the methods. Yep. So I'll go down to 19, and we'll take 11 down to 38. Alright, uh, it is now on to two more methods appear. I need yep. two more Dexay! I knew it. The first one is ten points on a fail, five points on a set, success. And we're good. And the second one is six points on a fail, three points on a success. Yeah, uh, no one killed any of them. Uh. Okay, I'm getting out my ladle. Bob, what were the um, saves for both of them? Uh, ten on a success, five on a, or ten on a fail, five on a success, and then six on a fail, three on a success. So with all successes, eight damage. Yep. So okay. I'm going to get out my my awesome ladle of awesomeness. Eleven. I can't use another reaction because it's not my turn yet. Oh, um, I am actually going to run over to you then, and as a bonus action. I am going to feed you an oak smoked schnitzel. Schnitzel, my favorite. <laughs> yes, so, because goblins regularly don't eat that. This delicate cut of veal <laughs> is crumbled and smoked inside an oaken log. Once consumed, you can immediately expend hit dice to regain hit points, as if you had just finished a short rest. Ooh! And you're feeding it to me? Yes. So you oh. don't have to. So you know, it's 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 just a bonus action to oh. feed a willing. So at eleventh level, if the chef is willing, I can use my hit die. 
So you can heal at a D8. Oh, let's see here. I'm 39 points down. Assuming I roll 5.5 average, means I need about 8. But it's my. I, we expend my hit die, yeah? So, no, yo, you're. If, I'm willing, so you're using my hit die instead of yours. Oh. But I am taking almost no damage because of my fire resistance from the vegetable that we used to. I'm at okay. 76. So you're okay with that? I'm good with that. So. I was going to say, because I could use all 12 of my D4s and gain back almost 36, which would. If you want to save yours. If, if, I mean, if you want to use all of yours. If this were a campaign and we knew that we don't know what's coming after the fact, I might be more willing to use yours. Can I split them up? Use some of yours, some of mine? Or should I just use all of yours? It just says if the chef is willing, you can use their hit die to regain hit points as well. Oh, as well as your own. As so well. you can, so I think it's like you, 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 I think it's a matter of like, you can use all of yours and then some of mine if it doesn't heal you as much as you want. Don't you have to commit to all of them at once though? I think so. Let's use all of mine. Alright, uh, you will also, it'll be, so whatever your, you know, your roll plus your con, you'll also add four to that for my wisdom modifier. That ought to just be enough. We'll leave yours with that. Like I said, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to be using mine either. So, yep, and at that point we hit 39, which is enough to top me off completely. Yep. So we basically overhealed by three, which is which pretty efficient. That's really awesome. All right, um, and then I unfortunately can't heal you quite as much. I can only throw you, I'm, I'm going to uh, use my bonus action to launch with my ladle a orange cake. <laughs> I will use my reaction to eat said cake. And you will heal. I can heal myself on my turn, I just need to not die. I'm, I'm trying to help you not die. That's 9, 10, you'll heal 14 points. Okay, that'll keep me alive. Alright, Chark. Alright, can I attack these things, guys, or are you not confident taking that damage? We'll be fine. Uh, Fang I'll has fine. 30 points, and he's got a he's got my save, so he's pretty, pretty good. You guys have about the same HP as me, let's do it. I've got, like I said, I've got a... I've only taken nine... 11 points a day. Are we the characters aware, Bob, how long this is going to last? Yep, yep. You are about halfway through. The Mordron would have yelled, We're almost through! <laughs> uh, 19 to hit? Yes. Alright, that's uh, 10 points of slashing damage. Alright. Bonus and action? I will use my bonus action. No, I will not. I will not do anything. Alright. Squig. Oh! I'm going to start by casting Heal, use my last third level slot. So, yep, we're going to do 3d8 plus 4. Don't forget, we do have healing potions that we haven't been using, Bang. if necessary. Yeah, I'll save those for when I haven't had a healing kit. Um, 49. What? You're running out of the space up there. I know. <laughs> my little hit, hit points box is just... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we'll do that, and then... He'll step up and attack one of them. Alright. Um, 25 for the first attack. Yep. Are there two? Well, yes. Okay, and 13 for the second. Okay. Or would we rather not run the risk of killing another one right now? Would we rather have Dave... Is it better to just leave? Kill it. Kill it? Yeah. Alright. Just kill it. Fair enough. Uh, so the first one... Oh, what did I Damage run? Damage attack? Head. Um, it was 25 and 13. Yeah, both hit. Both hit. Remember, Mike, I don't deal a whole lot of damage. So there, there, you know, there's always a chance that 
I don't kill it. Yeah. And we'll have three methods running around. Oh, God. 12, 19 physical, and 5 acid. Okay, on the full of the damage. Uh, we'll start with, well, now that I've seen the dice, um, we'll say odd would be the lower. So this would be the full. And All right, would be and the, it was 19 and 5, you said? 19 and 5. Kills it. Deck save. Yep. Pass. That is two passes. Eight points on a fail, four on a pass. And on to the second one. Um, Ten, seventeen physical, plus eight acid. Boom, once again. Oh, man, we'll max on that. Twelve on a fail, uh, six on a pass. Bitterfang takes the full damage. Back down to thirty-three. Sixty-nine, dudes! Micah, that's inappropriate. What, because I happen to be a huge fan of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I know, right? Amazing movie. Alright, uh, we then go on to... Crappy crap, where were we? Uh, we're on to Unaktus. That's right, yes, uh, yep. so... Noctu. Yep. Um, so, it's kind of up to you guys. Do you want me to heal, like, two people a lot, or everyone... A lot I am still, but less a lot. I am I am in good shape. I'm in friendly good shape. I can take a fair amount more damage. Okay. More. So it's it's up to you guys. Who feels like they can use seventy hit points? Jesus, I have a thirty-one HP of eighty-eight. I'm down a little. Let's see here, Fang is a thirty-three out of eighty-four, so he's shy fifty-one, and I can always share my damage with him if need be. So. I'd say Fang plus Chark, heal up to full, and then you're oh, resist. Oh, wait, no, you two. One of them like, has to be me, because oh, five okay. hit points. So I can heal one other person, 70 yeah. HP. Or I can just heal everyone uh, 4d8. That, that's also an option. Where are you That'd at? That'd be fine. I'm, let's make sure that you stay alive to be able to do that I'll, 70 I'll, heal. I'll stay alive if I get 3d8 plus five. I'll okay. just need to heal myself again next round, so I'll just do... I'll just do mass cure wounds at level six. So that's 12, um, 13, 20. And then is that, yeah, 25 points of healing for everybody. Thank you, please. Dave is getting some work done. All right, back to the next round. So once again, another strange effect happens. 63. Once again, the engine spews harmless multicolored sparks until the start of its next turn. On to initiative count uh-huh. ten. And absolutely nothing happens this time. Hamish. Oh. That's either story. really good or really bad. Um, my cloaca just puckered. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. Like, I, I need to rephrase it. My cloaca has a puckered. <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> okay. Holding your action, or what would you like to? No, what's <laughs> That's why I'm trying to just continue. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my, act uh, uh, I'm going to uh, take my ladle and stick it back in my pouch and pull out two chef's knife or the drought dagger and a chef's knife. Okay. Then, uh, Chark, it is your turn. There are no enemies around us. No enemies have appeared. I will ready an attack should one appear. Alright. Squig. Um, 
Bitterfang will prepare to attack anything that appears. I, however, will... Can I, well, actually, him, if I lean forward to pour a potion in, does that count as his action taking it? No, your action to do it. Okay, so, yeah, he'll prepare to attack, and I'll just lean forward and pour a potion down. Okay. So, seven. Not terrible. All right. Plus, he heals... Yeah, he heals for the turn, so it's 68. Knock two. Um... I guess I'll just use mass healing word. You ha- I would. I, I, I wouldn't use mass healing. I mean, how how are we on health? I'm fifty and work is sixty eight. It's just a D four plus five. So I mean, it's a fairly high level. But I mean, mass healing word is like what? I have a lot of chi. I have seventy three chi, oh. and I've used twenty thirty. I've used 40 of it. I mean, I'm a little over half. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. You don't use... You use a different resource than spell slots. Yep. Yeah. It, it's... If I'm being honest, I can use a lot of spells, <laughs> and it's it's kind of getting to be a lot. So, yeah. if okay. you're listening, class designer... Um, okay. I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe rein it in a little bit. Six points of healing. All right. For everybody. Another strange effect happens. 43. Multicolored arcs of light play across the surface of the engine, which casts Polymorph. Wisdom save, DC. Shannon. (laughs) Will a 28 make it? Yes, it will. Can you see these, Bob? No, I cannot. A 28 and a 26. That is awesome. Wow. If you, if you got less than an 18, you are transformed into a flying snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. Again. I'm a slippery snake. <laughs> Once again. No. Really? <laughs> Why do you do this? So you crazy ball of death. Once again, no new methods appear, but you do notice that the rock on the sides of the sphere is loosening at an alarming rate. It should. It will soon fall. Well, we are flying no. snakes, so let's <laughs> fly out of it. <laughs> we talked about having a, a ready, a ready to attack. Yep. Could we then attack one of the? Yeah. Did we learn that once taking enough damage that so and so? Oh yeah, yeah. You would have learned that from the last time. So, and all, all you guys said is you're ready for something to attack. So you guys can attack if you want as a ready. Say, so let me do the attacking, so that it's a lot. Yeah. I can use the tusk attack. Since I have two two attacks, I can attack with my natural weapon twice. Rather than do your two d six plus yeah, whatever, yeah, I can just can... do the one d six plus okay. strength, which will be and well, it'll still be between eight and fourteen. See, the most damage I can do is eight. Yeah, they have minimum, five. Couple I points. can do I do minimum five, maximum eight. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, so I will smack one of them. Stab a snake. Okay, dealing seven points of okay. damage. So you take... take three. Or take two. two. Creative ways to get around polymorph. Exactly. You kill your buddies. What's what's the flying snake's AC? Fourteen. But it just okay. arrived, so it's a surprise. Thankfully, so extra attack doesn't hit, but uh, my bonus, bonus two weapon two weapon fighting. Wait, wait, doesn't Dave have to make a con save? No, because I didn't actively poison it. Okay. Oh, that's a crit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh God! Uh, Eleven points of slashing damage. You take six then, Chark. <laughs> and luckily, I still have got resistance to slashing. So <laughs> there you go. Wait, it's a dagger. It's piercing, isn't it? No, the chef knife is okay, slashing. Okay, there you go. Slashing. Awesome. Okay. Uh, 
We then move on to, if you guys want to take your things in any order, you're welcome to before initiative count 15, otherwise you can continue to hold your actions. I've already used my action, so... Okay. I will uh, move over towards the wall and get a grip on the edge of the wall. Okay. Get a grip. Get a grip, yes. Alright. <laughs> Anything else you guys would like to do before initiative count 15? Alright, we move on. Initiative count 15. Another great rumbling begins. I need dexterity saves from everybody. This time, though, the DC is 15. Oh, I failed. I'm good. How much? 26. 15? I failed by more than 5. You begin to fall into the lava. Does somebody want to try and grab him? DC 10 dexterity. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead, one of you. Uh, make a dex save. Oh, no. Okay. That was it was from haste, but we don't have that. Um, that'll be 8 plus 4 for 12. 12. That is enough to grab him. Now make an athletics check to pull him up. Oh, God. 13. Plus 1. That's going to be a total 10. Okay. So kind of I'm able just to basically, I'm holding on to, like, the warg's ear. Yeah. I'm holding on to him like this. You are able to grab him. You can't pull him all the way up, but there are there is a band around the outside of this that you can grab onto. You will just have to pull yourself up next round. <laughs> can I use my climb speed to pull myself up next round? Yes, you can. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, you've got that climb speed. You can literally just walk right back up it. All right. Now for this strange effect. 24. The engine crackles with lightning. All creatures at 30 feet of the oh, engine no. must make a DC 18 deck save. I fail. Um, I'm uh, good. 15. That is 42 points of oh. lightning damage on a fail. 21 on a save. I'm down. You fall Damn. unconscious. It was... All right. It was at 42 and 21, right? Yes. I didn't even know there were D2. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Uh, it is now onto initiative count 10. Once again, no new methods show up. Damage. It is your turn. Oh, also, this entire thing descends by 10 feet, getting closer to the lava. I will climb speed my way back up on top of it. You are back on top of it. That is your movement, movement. type deal, so... Uh, it, yeah, I think that's basically that's all I can do. All right, Chark, it is your turn. I will run over to Naktu and force feed him a potion. All right. So the normal healing potion. Yep. Yep. That is seven points of healing. All right. Oh, I yeah. I just rolled. No, it's fine. It, he yeah. rolls it because he poured it. Okay. All right. I just wanted to do the thing. It's all good. I know, my model's <laughs> a lot of fun. All right. Uh, Chark, anything actually, actually, hang on. Uh, Bob, oh, before I... Just remembering... After I crawl back up on the uh, uh, sphere, can I drink one of the potions of greater healing? Yeah, that's fine. All right, and that's 2d8. Uh, no, that's 44 plus 4. I will then continue my way back over towards the wall and ready myself to climb off this death trap. Okay. The Mordron says, We are within seconds of this being over! Hold out a little longer! <laughs> I mean, if you want to be technical, we were within seconds when we started. It was just <laughs> very many seconds. seconds. Alright. Uh, we then move on to uh, Squig. 
Well, we'll move close enough where I can lean over and I can still heal. I'll do it at second level because it's really the only spell that I have that's even worth a damn um, in this room of fire and flame and lightning. Uh, so 2d8 plus 4. I just had 7, 11 back to you. For the first time in like five years, I now have a Dragon Force song stuck in my head. That's awesome. See the fire and flame. Uh, and actually, yeah, I would have had to have hopped off to do that because I want to keep Fang in the middle of the room so that he can be prepared and ready to attack. Okay. Uh, knock two, it is your turn. I'm gonna use, um, Cure Wounds on myself, uh, second level, so 2d8. That's eight points of healing. Which is awesome. Also, that's okay. Alright. One extra. <laughs> Back yeah. to initiative count, 15. I need another DC 15 dexterity save as this entire thing shifts down another 10 feet. Critically successful. Anybody less than a 15? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright. Fang is. Alright, if you failed it by, if you were higher than 10, um, you just fall to that band on the side and oh, you okay. grab on for dear life. Okay. If uh, somebody wants to try and pull you up, they can with a DC 13 athletics. I pulled a, If anybody fell down, I pulled you back up. Okay, you pull yeah. one, of them up, one of them up. Yep. In, uh, Braden, didn't you fall as well? Yep. Okay, so either. Fang, or either, yeah, Fang or uh, I fell as well. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. Okay. So I got you, but okay. I couldn't get All I right. couldn't get Alright. Now for the crazy effect. Ten. Oh god. We're gonna edit this one out. We're not gonna edit this one out. I'm gonna re-roll this because what would happen right now the engine emits a bright flash of white light. All players are transported back in time as they are now to the moment when the adventure began. They appear in the slave pen, unshackled and unbound with all of their experience points, abilities, equipment, and memories. New Game Plus! <laughs> yes, New Game Plus. I'm gonna re-roll that. We're gonna edit that one out. Or not edit it out, but we're gonna just re-roll it. 26. <laughs> the engine crackles with lightning, and all creatures within 30 feet need to make a DC 18 deck save or take 10 D6. I just made it. Oh. You said 18? Seven. Yes. Okay. Did you die? I might. Oh, oh that one. Oh, we did. Again. Oh. Okay. If you had asked to, could just give me 10d6? I'll do that next time. Uh, 44 points on a fail, and uh, 22, uh, 22 on, a on a success. Oh my god. Got a 38. 16 HP. <laughs> <Five> down. <laughs> hey, at least you weren't hanging off the edge, because then you'd fall into the lava. Alright, once again, nothing happens on initiative count 10. Hamage. Um. He's down. He's dangling off the edge. Um, I'm fine. I've got a con state. Okay, that's right. Okay. Then I'm going to uh, run over and shove a potion of healing down Kunuktu's throat. You will heal five, six, seven health points back to you. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm going to actually heal myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chark, it is your turn. I Can I climb up? I have a a con state. Yep, you climb up. Alright, and I drink a My Last Potion. Where have you... <laughs> Sorry! I just lost... Where have you been? I was looking for you for like 
Six seconds. <laughs> Anything is a bonus uh, on Five hit points. So I'm on 21 HP. Uh, and I will again begin. You don't have any movement speed. Moving to the edge, so I of the cavern wall, so I can attempt to start climbing up. Should yep. it come to that? You would only have ten feet, so you can get halfway there. Squig, it is your yep. turn. Okay. Um. Wow. I'm a seventeen, and Peter Fang is a ten. Um. What do I do? How many more rounds do we have? Like you said, he said we it's are within like, seconds. Yeah, only like ten seconds left, guys. That's one point six rounds, something like that. I don't know what to think. Um, <laughs> Twelve seconds, but whatever. You were partially through here. The time it took you to say that was two seconds. It's all relevant. Uh, <laughs> Every second counts. So, yeah. The Mordron, uh, you know, because you asked for the time. The second he gets to the end of the time, the time has changed. So he's just in this constant loop of trying to figure out what time it is. You're at seven. How are you doing? You're probably. I'm at 38. I'm going to heal myself once we get done. Or once it's my turn. How much are you at, Braden? I'm at 21. Alright. As long as we don't get hit with another lightning bolt. Yeah. I'm going to use. Lightning bolt! my last second level spell to cast Cure, and I'm going to do it on my there's an, there's an even worse spell that could hit in my little way. 14 plus 4, 18. <laughs> Power word kill? No, the other one that uh, took Nala. I go to 35, and the Warg will simply get himself back into position. Okay, now it is Noctu's turn. Heal on myself. Okay. I heal 70 points. Woo! Nice. All right. Back. Is that the one that you get to like share with somebody? No, I don't. I don't think so. I can. I can look it up and make sure. But you know, oh, earlier you had said something yeah. about you and someone else. Oh something. yeah, that's um. Okay, so if I'm using my title conduit, yep. anything that uh, that heals one person can heal two people instead. That's but cool. I never activated that. Oh shit! Had, gotcha. Been, gotcha. Like, actively fighting people as much. Gotcha. Alright, then back on to 15. Our initiative count 15. I need another DC 15 save as it shutters down the final 10 feet just above the lava. DC 15? Yes! And I pulled him back up. Okay, Dave fell and was pulled back up. Everybody else okay? Yep. Alright, strange effect. 31. Ha! Oh shit. Oh shit. The engine hums until the end of its next turn, at which point a green slad appears in the safe space 120 feet of the engine. It rolls its own initiative and on its turn it attacks the other creatures it sees. So, you guys now have a massively powerful enemy here with you. We are... We are going to go ahead, and that was technically the last round. It would sink into the lava, this next one. We are over two hours on this record time, so we are going to go ahead and call it here. You guys would have battled that creature. Maybe you would have survived. Maybe you wouldn't, but it has a over 100 health points, so we're not going to do this one on that one. So we will go ahead and call it here. So thank you guys very, very much. One little bit of knowledge that you would not have gotten or that you would have figured out later is that all those extra planar creatures with 100 miles would have been two of the demon lords were sent back 
permanently to their planes of resistance or existence. Yeah, so yeah. you took out two demon lords nice. in this one battle. How much extra speed do we get for that? I know, right? Unfortunately, none because we didn't actually kill exactly. them. Exactly. All right. Thank you guys very, very much. Um, we will meet next week when we will take on the demon lords themselves. So thank you all very much. Time to say goodbye. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. <laughs> thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Homebrew Review. If you would like a chance to join our show and vote on who gets in and what material makes it, please visit our Patreon page where you can help support our podcast and possibly join the crew here. Also, if you would like to follow us, we are on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can also find us on our website along with links to all the material at www.theadventuringguild.com. And if you are able, please check out Syndicate Games in Kearney, Nebraska for all of your gaming needs. So thank you all very much and we hope to see you next week. Bye.